Welcome back everyone to Here to Help. Uh, today we are going to be talking about schizophrenia. Um, and I will be sharing a personal story from the person who actually requested this subject to be talked about today. Um, so first off, let's just start off with the definition of schizophrenia. So schizophrenia is a serious mental disorder in which people interpret reality abnormally. Schizophrenia may result in some combination of hallucinations, delusions, and extremely disordered thinking and behavior that impairs daily function and can be disabling. Um, people with schizophrenia require lifelong treatment. Uh, early treatment may help get symptoms under control before serious complications develop, um, and it may help improve the long-term outlook. Um, so we're going to look at a little bit into what doctors look at when they are trying to diagnose somebody with schizophrenia as well. Um, and then we'll get into the um, personal story that um, this person shared with me um, about what they, what they deal with with um, dealing with schizophrenia. Um, and so... Uh, what doctors look at when they're diagnosing someone with schizophrenia, um, it's two or more of the following symptoms for at least a month or longer for a period of time, um, and at least one of them mu uh, must be uh, one of these symptoms, which is either delusions, hallucinations, or um, disorganized speech. Um, so those are three of the symptoms. Um, looks like there's a couple more, uh, which is grossly disorganized or catatonic behavior. Um, and then negative symptoms such as diminished emotional expression. Um, this is all from the, uh, the DSM-5, which is, uh, basically a, like a, a guidebook to for psychologists and doctors to diagnose people um, with certain mental health and um, psychological uh, behaviors and things like that. Um, impairment is one of the major areas of functioning for a significant period of time, such as onset of the disturbance, so work, interpersonal relationships, and or self care. Um, some signs of the disorder may last for a continuous period of at least six months. The six-month period must include at least one month of the symptoms or less if, tr if treated. Uh, and so th those, are, those are a couple of things that, that um, doctors look at, and psychologists and psychiatrists and things like that, uh, look at for, um, for the, you know, the, what they're, what they're, when they're trying to, when they're trying to, uh, diagnose somebody with schizophrenia. Um, next we'll look at some of the, uh, some of the symptoms as well. Um, that way you, maybe you, you might recognize that somebody might have schizophrenia and they might need to, might need to seek some help, uh, as well. Um, cause every, you know, if they, if they are seeking help, you know, we, we want to be able to, to get them to the right place. Um, some symptoms, uh, that they may be 
affected by are hallucinations. So this can be um, some some things they might hear, see, smell, or feel um, that nobody else does. Um, it, so you know, auditory, visual, um, whether they smell or they feel like they have insects or something on their hands or or more their bodies or they might feel somebody touching them when nobody else feels that. Um, they might have delusions. Uh, they have confused thoughts and disorganized speech, trouble concentrating, uh, movement disorder. Uh, some people with schizophrenia it can seem jumpy. Sometimes they'll make the same movements over and over and over again. Um, or they might just be still for hours at a time. Um, so those are some of the symptoms as well that, that these people are affected by. Um, next I'm going to share what this person did share with me and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, so this is what they, this is what they told me. Um, and I'm just going to read what they, what they wrote me. Uh, they did message me through my Facebook page, uh, here to help. Um, and of course, I'm going to keep all names private, uh, just to protect their identity. If any of if anybody um, they know is is listening to this at all, too. So they said, in my case, dealing with the voices isn't easy. I literally cannot be medicated. I rely so heavily on a good support system and a good group to go to for help or comfort. But I've had so many people walk away because they don't think I'm trying hard enough to let it not bother me. It weighs on you when your whole reality is basically a lie. The support is so important in order to keep us tethered to what is actually real. Engaging with mine, and these are the voices in, in, in their head, uh, helps keep them calm. They say, um, she, sa uh, she says, I'm not a monster and they are part of me, but they don't define me. You've seen me on my bad days, you've spoken to them, and you understand more so than most I have told. And I'm so grateful because it's hard to find somebody who doesn't just see the illness. So, as you can tell from what this reading, I do talk to this person. Um, but they, you know, and I've, I've, seen, I've seen this person on bad days, I've seen this person on good days, and I've... I've seen how this, how this, uh, how they struggle with schizophrenia, and it's, you know, and this person, it, it's true for this person that having a good support system is just, it's, it's key, because sometimes you can't get medicated for schizophrenia, and sometimes it's really hard because, um, the medication doesn't work, you know, and you don't want to resort to the other, to the other options that are out there because I mean one of them is basically electroshock therapy and it you know it works for some people but so many people are scared to actually do it um, that they can't they can't you know they don't want to so they they live with these symptoms for for their entire life um, and then something else that they they told me later on is it's really hard knowing from day to day what's real and what isn't. I don't recall a day where I had a full normal day. It's heartbreaking, especially when it starts to act up during things you love. 
It slowly makes those events a horrible and terrifying experience. Bad memories or post-traumatic events will haunt you. In my case, it isn't used as a weapon to break me down after I have been doing okay, or not really, not really reacting to what they are trying. One of the hardest things for me is to see the look on my friends' faces when they know I'm having a bad day, but they have no idea how to help. So they either just watch or leave. When they leave, I honestly don't know if they're coming back, and it scares me. If I didn't have the support system I do have, I'd be dead. And so, with this person, it's really important for, for them, and I believe for a lot of other people, um, just ha having a good support system, just in general, honestly, is key to helping anybody, and really getting them where they, you know in the right mindset and, and where they would like to be and where you'd like to see them be um, because you know they're struggling and you know they're suffering so you just want to be able to see them and, and help them and make sure that they're doing okay uh, I know with this person it's really hard for them to suffer and struggle through schizophrenia and they have a really hard time with with day-to-day -day things and then in general, too, for people with schizophrenia, it's very hard to, for them to have a job or, or function on a daily basis or, you know, have a relationship with anybody because they don't know what's real and what's not because they're going through some things that, you know, nobody else really, nobody else is going through. And, you know, people, some people might say that it's all in their head and they're, you know, they're making it up, but they're not making it up. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to go through something where it's really only affecting you and they don't, and nobody else can, can see that, um, or hear it or anything like that. So it's hard for them to, you know, let people into their lives and let them know that they struggle through this because other people don't understand because they're not going through the same, they're not going through the same same uh, scenarios and everything like that in their, you know, in their lives. Um, so I'm going to read some things off from um, WebMD, just some general information, because um, I did try to do a little bit of research about schizophrenia before I, before I did this podcast, and obviously I'm not a doctor or psychologist or psychiatrist or anything like that, so I'm, you know... I don't have a, a huge, um, a huge uh, understanding of schizophrenia other than what I read on on medical websites and and things like that. Um, so doctors who have specialized in mental health um, used to divide schizophrenia in different subtypes, which is catatonic, disorganized, paranoid, residual, and undifferenti undifferentiated. Um, but that system didn't work out so well. Um, so experts talk about schizophrenia as a spectrum disorder uh, that includes all of the previous subtypes, and it's a group of related mental disorders that share some symptoms. So it's talking about a spectrum. So some people might have a lesser uh, type of schizophrenia. Some people might have a harder um type of schizophrenia that they deal with and that they're living with and things like that. Um, so that's just, that's just some subtypes and, 
and other things that um, doctors and medical experts have um, discovered about schizophrenia. Um, now let's talk about living with schizophrenia um, and, and, you know, that kind of stuff as well. Um, as of a cure for schizophrenia, right now there is, there is no known cure for schizophrenia, but the outlook for people who have this illness, illness is improving. So that's definitely a good thing. We're finding new medication, we're discovering new types of therapy, and things like that that will help people in the future and maybe hopefully soon um, to deal with struggling with schizophrenia and things like that. Uh, there are many ways to treat schizophrenia, ideally in a team approach. Um, so by team, they're talking about multiple, multiple um, things to help with schizophrenia, sort of medication, therapy, things like that. Um, and actually it says here, these include medication, psychotherapy, behavioral therapy, um, social services, as well as employment and educational interventions. Um, psychiatrists, primarily care doctors, um, psychologists, social workers, and other mental health professionals are crucial in helping people with schizophrenia and their families explore sources of treatment. Um, the earlier treatment is sought, the better the outcome. So if you either see someone or you think you might be struggling with schizophrenia, the sooner you go to a doctor, the sooner you go to somebody, the better. And I know, you know, and some people, they might be struggling with schizophrenia and they might think that they're going crazy because they're hearing things that nobody else is hearing. But the sooner you go in and talk to a doctor, the sooner we, the sooner you, you could be living, um, you'd be living with schizophrenia better than my, most people might be. Um, how long does schizophrenia last? Um, so 10 years after the diagnosis, this is some, some statistics. So 10 years after the diagnosis, 50% uh, of people with schizophrenia are either recovered or improved to the point that they can work and live on their own. 25% uh, of people are better but need help from a strong support network to get by. Um, so this person that contacted me would probably be in that 25%. Uh, 15% are not better. Uh, most of these are in the, the hospital. And then 10% see no way out of their pain and die from suicide. So 10% of people that are struggling with schizophrenia, um, they are said uh, commit suicide or see no better way out. So they, they are suicidal. Um, so that you know, that's a, that's a very scary number is 10% of people, you know, so they, they are struggling and, and they either didn't seek help or, or, you know, somebody didn't, didn't recognize the signs and, and, you know, they saw no better way than to commit suicide. Um, and on my Facebook page, on the Here to Help Facebook page, uh, I did post the um, National Suicide Hotline, Prevention Hotline number. Um, by all means, if you feel suicidal um, from any sort of mental illness, um, seek help, find somebody to talk to, and that number is that number will always be there for people. Um, uh, so, you know, some things that might affect the outcomes of living with schizophrenia. If you or a loved one has schizophrenia, here are a couple things that might show how well you'll do long term. Um, so. How well 
uh, you did in society and at work before your schizophrenia schizophrenia began, um, and the amount of time from the start of, of symptoms to diagnosis and treatment. So the sooner you're treated for schizophrenia, once symptoms begin, the more likely you are to re improve and recover. Um, so, you know, seeking it, you know, all these websites and everything that I've heard and listened to, you know, the sooner, the sooner you get treated for schizophrenia, the better the outcome will be and the better that, you know, you'll be able to deal with the schizophrenia and they'll be able to, you know, help you figure out uh, a solution and figure out a way to um, really power through it and you'll you'll be able to be able to live with schizophrenia a little easier and hear um, and live your life to the best of your abil best of your ability um, so those were some things that I that I researched on my own I, I shared that story um, and I'm I'm you know I'm hoping we can we can continue this talk about schizophrenia. Maybe we can talk about some coping mechanisms that people have and, and things like that. Um, but I did want to share this story because, you know, this person that I talked to has been struggling for a very long time and, um, I do want to see them get better and, and I'm hoping, um, they'll come to me, uh, more. So I'll be able to, um, you know, learn more about their coping mechanisms and and what they do to get what they do to get better and um and things like that and so uh maybe next time uh when i do another another episode of schizophrenia uh we could talk about uh we could talk about you know coping mechanisms and and the types of medication and um maybe i'll have some more stories to share about that but I did want to bring this up because this person did come to me and I did want to um, let other people know that, you know, they did the, the main thing that they wanted me to emphasize is, you know, people with schizophrenia are not monsters and they're not people to look at strangely. They're just normal people, but they are struggling with a mental illness that really that only affects them and doesn't affect anybody outside of outside of their realm of of reality. And it's really hard for, for them to distinguish reality versus what's going on in just their own personal world and listening to those voices and things like that in their head or, or you know, smelling something or seeing something that's not, that's not there to other people is really hard because it's, it's their reality, but it's not ours. So it's really hard to distinguish for what we see versus what they see and things like that. So... I'm hoping this educates people a little bit. I'm hoping that it, it helps people uh, find the help that they need. I hope it helps people, you know, come forward and and seek professional help. Um, because the sooner the sooner you get treated, the sooner they from all the websites I read, the sooner you get treated, the sooner, you know, the better the better the outcome. Um, so I just want to I want to you know help people and 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 hopefully get people in the right direction that way we can we can treat these mental illnesses sooner rather than later because i i want to see that 10 percent um suicide rate with people diagnosed with schizophrenia i want to see the 10 percent suicide rate drop to zero i don't want to see anybody commit suicide because it is it is hard and to deal with these things and but 
you know, I, I want to support people and I want to create a community of people who are willing to, to, to help one another. And, and so, um, please share this podcast with anybody, you know, who may be struggling with schizophrenia or are affected by somebody with schizophrenia. So we may educate one another and help those who are struggling with mental, with, you know, schizophrenia, uh, for this episode, but you know, any mental illness at all. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I hope you tune into the next episode. Um, hopefully this, this episode was a little better, well-structured, um, I did, I did, was able to create a, a, a plot some points out that I wanted to talk about and hopefully it was better structured this time than it was last time. So thank you again for tuning in. Uh, I hope to hear from you guys more. Uh, I did create a Facebook page, uh, it's called here to help, uh, message me on there, leave a comment, like the post, share the post, you know, I want to hear from you guys and I want to hear from uh, anybody who's struggling with any mental illness, if they want me to talk about something, if they're not, if, you know, if they're scared to, to say something themselves, I will, I will be your voice and I will, uh, speak for you and I will do my own little research and I'll tell your story. Um, and we'll talk about it because I want to hear from you and I want to hear your message and I want to hear what you have to say. And I'm sure thousands and of other people would love to hear what you have to say because I know people are struggling and it's hard to talk about. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, please tune into the next episode and, uh, thank you for, thank you for listening.